Oh shit, guys. It's fucking time. <laughs> oh my god. It's all about time, ain't it? Well, thanks for fucking being supportive. Listening to the show. I am your host, Adam Air. M-D-G-E-D. You listen to the 4th of July Special Edition Time Bandits fucking edition. Time to jump in the portal, dude. It's underground cartoon fucking therapy. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. We're going to go back to the year 1981 tonight. And there was a couple goodies that came out that year. Yep. Time Bandits, man. Phenomenal shit. Nobody had fucking done anything like it. It was just... Out of this world, man. I remember it shook it too, you know? And it's like, really like kind of a grimmer movie. Dismal. But it's about little dudes, little people with dwarfism. And we're gonna talk about that tonight too. We're gonna talk about, what if time bandits were real? What would that do to time actually? With uh, quantum physicist Tim Simpson. Little Timmy Irie, Mike Diana joins us, and we got our buddy Josh out there in Little Egypt all tonight. Stick the fuck around, motherfucker, and don't drop no hard M's. We'll be right back, okay? Show on Earth. We're fucking back. Aren't you glad you were patient, dick? Fuck. Alright, man. Welcome to the show. Well, I remember the first time I saw the fucking Time Bandits trailer. I was watching Starsky and Hutch with my uh, Uncle Tom, man, in Akron, Ohio. He lived like a block away from me, man. But he was the cool uncle. He was into buying me toys and watching fucking all the great television and all that shit, dude. But I remember specifically, man, watching the old Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> and I had just been talking about Mon John Silvers, you know. I already had a pretty healthy addiction to good old malt vinegar at a very young age. And Antonio Vargas as Huggy Bear. With Bernie Hamilton. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I loved it, man. The whole age. The show came on, you know, and they'd roll the fucking beginning credits, but then the trailer comes on. Normally. Normally. Like, I can totally remember that guy's voice at the beginning of the trailer, too. Remember my voice? I do trailers. All kinds of trailers. Oh, yeah. Three, take two. One day they'll put me in a film, a proper full-length job. Until then, I'm just stuck with this sort of stuff. Go and see this. Don't miss that. The most terrifying thing you ever saw is coming to babysit for you tonight. All right, cut it there. Look, just read what's on the script, will you? <laughs> right. The script. Other way up. Ah. <clears throat> Ready? Yes, yes. You flock to see brief encounters for the special... Close! Event. 
Close Encounters. Close Encounters, the film. Well, forget that film. We're on about our film. Time Bandits. Time Bandits, the one you are supposed to be promoting. Remember? <laughs> you flocked to see Close Encounters for the special effects. You went to Superman to see a man fly. You went to Star Wars for the droids. You went... Now what? What's page two, man? It's on the page one. See? Oh, man. You went to Star Wars. Time bandits can offer you much, much more. It's not the special effects or flying men or droids which makes time bandits a unique cinematique. Cinematic! You know, pertaining to the cinema. Cinematic experience, it's the makeup. Yes, folks, you've never seen anything like it. Men made up to look like monsters. Monsters made up to look like men. Look alike men made up to look different. Different men made up to look alike. No expense has been paired, spared on the pan stick, the pan stick. No expense has been spared flying in the world's greatest makeup man. Just a minute, just a minute. What about the plot? <laughs> the what? The plot. What the film is about. Well, I haven't seen it, have I? Haven't seen it? You're sitting there telling millions of people to go and see a film you haven't even seen? Well, I can't see every film I do, now, can I? Oh, wonderful. Terrific. Look, give me that. What are you doing? Taking over. You're out. O-U-T. Finished. Kaput. Finito. And what about the trailer? I'll do it. <laughs> Time Bandits is an awfully good film. We have worked ever so hard on it. It's a tremendous adventure story. We like it, and we're pretty sure you will. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's direct, punchy, honest. Honest! <laughs> honest! Modest. What's that got to do with that? <laughs> Time bandits, y'all. Just give me right. some solid lines when you're ready, dude. Penis, 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 penis. That does sound a lot better. <laughs> you just forced me to say that, didn't you? Yes. All right. Um, welcome to the fucking, speaking of uh, tiny things. I'll smack you from here. We are doing the Time Bandits episode. It's like fucking... I wanted to do this about two months ago, and I never finished it. But I did have the good idea about it, and it kind of followed suit with the young ones, right? Yep. And I was like, you know, the connection was... You said it wasn't Billy Barty as that little demon dude, right? I thought that was Randall. Billy Barty was the guy that was in Incredible Island of Dr. Shrinker and was all in the Sid and Barty Croft stuff. He was American. Uh, David Rappaport was the actual guy who played the Tumch and the young ones, and he was Randall, the ringleader in Time Bandits. So that's who's – there is a difference. There's yeah, like two different guys. They're two different people. And it's kind of fucking – I, I'm glad I figured. I'm glad I just learned that, you know. R two D two is in the movie. Kenny Baker. Yeah. Fidget. Uh huh. Now I remember there were seven. Originally there were seven midgets. There was one that was missing. I mean, there's what one two. Well, I thought Horseflesh was the four, guy that was five. dead. But he was like. Yeah, he's the one that was dead. You know, horse flesh is dead. Yeah, in, in Kevin's room. Yeah, and they established the fact that there were, uh, a, there was another one. No, but there was seven. You're right. So seven dwarves. Uh, yeah, there was a guy named Horse Flesh that you just never see. Yep. The whole creation, the whole seven 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 thing. You know, sure. We'll go, we, we, we're not going down that rabbit hole. No. But but these these crazy guys that are they're like fuck ups and janitors they're they are designers but they're also uh you know they're kind of janitors. They're out cleaning up things, you know, that 
that got left over in creation by the supreme being, not God, supreme being. Yeah, they, so. you mean God? Well, we don't know him that well. That's <laughs> <laughs> and that's Kenny Baker, right? That's a fidget line. That's a fidget line, motherfucker, right there. Yep, yep. No, we don't know him that well. And he blinks all hard. <laughs> He's got the fucking candle on top of his head. Dude, I thought they were the original crusty punks. They totally had the original squatter fucking kind of clothing on, man. It was just like that filthy kind of fucking almost medieval mixture of, you know. Uh, Wally Wally had a fucking machine gun. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And, you know, they had just been through all these different parts of the world. It, my my favorite part is kind of like the end. Because, you know, it's it's totally a tale out of mythology. Kevin being this warrior, he's out of place. He comes from some lineage, you know, where he knew the king at one point. And that, that king, who was married to that queen at that whatever, in ancient Greece. Yeah. I can't remember. His, you guys can go fucking look it up. But that little part of that story right there is based out of a real piece of history. And the queen did have the king killed. And did take uh, uh, all of his castle and riches and shit. Yeah, well, that's King Agamemnon, apparently. Now, I don't think it... And her name was Menstrual... Like, Menstrual... (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) Go fucking look it up. You know, yes. she she was an evil bitch. She was out to fucking scam him. You know, I like I like the way that Kevin ends up showing up. You know, and kind of the words that brings him a little joy in his life. Right. Well, the whole thing's about that group of like guys who were against getting married or against like it's like straight guys who were are like not for the whole thing about women. And it's just like the few women parts that are in the in the movie, you know, like his mom is a weak character, or Shelley Duvall showing up twice, mm-hmm. and just being like this kind of like here's why marriage and love doesn't work kind of thing throughout time. But <laughs> I'm gonna say Catherine Hellman, who is the ogre's wife. She was fucking strong. She was mighty. She was smart. She, she was everything. She was the she. She was the ogre in, in spirit, whereas he was just the ogre in in in, in personage. You got a point, and he was like, you know, nothing without her. Oh yeah. In that one instance, you know, but it, you know, in the very next scene, it shows the giant coming out of the water. And he looks like a crusty punk, too, and just kind of the way the tribal tattoos are set. Oh, yeah. His ears are stretched. That was like fucking 30 years before stretching was a thing, dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, this, you know, you got this gigantic... He's also the guy in Baron Munchausen who seems like the, he's like the blind executioner, but that's the giant. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, when he comes out, and the first thing he does is step on someone's home... Yeah, but (laughs) in the original cut footage, in the original cut footage, he's like, oh, thank God. But, you know, that was what was released, and then what was put on VHS wasn't edited. And so when they had it on the VHS, he doesn't say that. He says, uh, no, the giant just kills all of them. You know, he just crushes all of them. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, instead of his wife and his baby just... (laughs) <laughs> no man it was it was phenomenal for the fucking time uh you know i i thought hey i'll get josh on here definitely probably has something to say about it uh well, i mean it just came out about the most perfect time for us i mean we're about kevin's age and and here's a movie that's for us you know, I was aware of Monty Python at the time. I had seen, you know, the movies and things in the show. So, you know, I knew it for, for what it was, but it was so, 
I don't know, man. It was so very, very much <laughs> for, for me. Like that's yeah. Was like, you know, it wasn't dry like. It wasn't dry like a lot of British shit. Like that's what I was kind of saying on the Young Ones episode. I was like, a lot of it's fucking dry. And there's no dry spot, like, really, in Time Bandits. It just moves right the fuck along. And it totally has this kind of, you know, Terry Gilliam has that Gahan Wilson uh, kind of thing. You know who Gahan Wilson is? Uh, the, comic, the comic book artist from Playboy who did all the creepy big eye, like, paranoia kind of cartoons, you know? Well, I, 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 I get to correlation. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what Time Bandits kind of holds, is that, like, you don't know what, when you first see it, where it's really going. And, you know... Well, well yeah, and the fact that it, it, it ends on such a fucking bummer of a note where, you know, his parents get fucking evaporated by pure evil. Right. And now he's an orphan. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think everybody ought to know. We're spoiling this motherfucker if you haven't figured it the fuck out. Years. Yeah, it's 40 years. Go fucking go to the library and go rent it, dude. You know, or whatever you gotta fucking do. Go check it out with your library card. What's a library? Library. What's a library? A library, Barry. <laughs> That's where you can go get Time Bandits for sure. They I'm pretty sure it's fucking there. just hanging out there. All fucking like, oh. oh yeah, please. Watch me. The fucking midgets. Alright, so I I read the, the FAQ about a Time Bandits 2. <laughs> okay, it was a totally gr- different group of midgets. And the Supreme Being has a twin brother. And they've been making creation out of a of like a sink, and that's the center of the universe is a sink. Mm-hmm. And so the creation is pouring out of the sink, and the sink gets stuck, and the gods get stuck or something where they can't turn it off. So the midgets have to go in and figure out how to turn the faucet off, or some shit like that. That was the FAQ on. Uh, that I remember reading 20 years ago. And I remember, like, Michael Palin and Terry Gilliam were talking about it, and they were like, no. No. Nah, nope, nope, nah. I thought, hey, I would have I watched it. Because, you know, you're going to watch it just off the basis off because of how good the first one was. But then, of course, you're going to try to compare it to... This other movie that, you know, <laughs> they knew it. They they knew it. They were like, nah. That is a sequel. They knew it. They knew it was over. They knew that they weren't going to pull it off. It was a one-shot deal. His movies are all one-shots. They're all one-shots. There could be no Brazil, too, where, you know. Uh-uh. That's not, you the know. Fisher King, the Fisher King 2? Yeah, or any of them, 13, man. 13 Monkeys? God damn. Now, that one did become a fucking TV show. 12 Monkeys? Because it was a good idea. Yeah, I wish it was called 13 Monkeys, but it's not. No. It's called 12 Monkeys. Just 12. I know. But I can, my life is like 12 monkeys in some fucking weird way, you know? It really is. Like, I already did this shit before, right? So overall, what do you got to say to wrap up your part here, Josh? Go fucking watch the midgets rip off the cre- the creator of all. And, uh... It's the best one. It's, 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 it's by far probably, you know... It, it, it makes my top 100 films of all time. It does, right? Oh, easily. Easily. And it's probably in, in, in the high 40s. Ooh, I don't ooh. know. It'd probably be maybe higher. I don't know. But it's it's up there. Well, you heard it, guys. Go fucking watch the shit. All right, we'll be right the fuck back. Thanks, Josh.
Yeah, oh. We'll be right the fuck back, motherfucker. God damn. Hold the fuck on. Rally present Fast Choice Saturday, January 22nd, 2011, at the Neil World Recreation Center in Reno, Nevada, featuring a big event as Short Sleeve Sensor takes on Brian Bowe, plus a return match as TNA Generation League looks to take the PWD Tag Team Championships from the Ballot Brothers, plus PWD World Heavyweight Champion Dustin Arden looks to take on PWD Silver State Champion Vinny Puccinelli in a title versus title match, where you fans choose the stipulation, plus four other great matches call 775-223-4699 or go to pwdwrestling.com for more information. Doors open at 6.30, bell time is 7 p.m. All right, we're calling up Tim Simpson, motherfucker. Tim the fuck Simpson. Little tiny Timmy. You. Is this the quantum physicist known as Tiny Timmy? Yeah, this is me. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Let me <laughs> drop my pants. <laughs> oh. What's yeah, up, dude? Did you get home good? About to put my one in the air. Yeah? I think I got me some damn. Dude, I got some shit going right now. That shit is so fucking wrong. This is only like four weeks in the power. And that shit is cold. I'm mean, not saying cold. It's it like my dick. That shit is fucking powder or something. It's like. Dude, it's awesome. Wow. It's called uh, French cookie. It's shit kind of rare. You feel me? What is it? You're breaking up a little. It's called French cookie. Only one motherfucker. I like, I checked all the states. Only one, um, I think it's a, who was that? Leafy or something that might be got it. But it's out of stock. And the first thing they say, it's a rare thing. That is better than that. I'm like, shit, I got lucky. Damn. I ain't do the genetics as bad as that. I did do me some, uh, I did do me some, uh, lamb bread. I'm not smoking that right now. Oh, I've had that. That shit's good too, man. Yeah. Well, do you want to record that little bit about fucking, uh, time bandits? Sure, man. We can talk about time bandits. I'm always down about that. Let's talk about time bandits. I ain't seen it in a while, but yeah. Well. Refresh my, my damage. <laughs> I got it. Well, we're going to go way out there on a very imaginative scale. And I was like, what? All right, you're, you're the quantum breakdown, dude. Okay. Okay, quantumly breakdown what it would be, uh, how, how these guys would exist, and what kind of distortion they would cause if these midgets were able to rip off God and, you know, <laughs> stu- <laughs> Steal the fucking map of time and just be able to go wherever the fuck they wanted using correlating portal points. Yeah, but you know what the first thing they do though? They really want to worry about that. The first thing they do is want to be regular size. <laughs> I guess you couldn't rip that off. No. So they have to you gotta be something else. I guess they could take the next next thing. Well, it wouldn't be as happen. funny either, right? If you had tall people just trying to rip off shit. Yeah, it would. Well, then you got to think about it. What if the, because uh, see, it was, it, was, it, was, it was tall people in the midst. And you got, they were, I ain't going to say midgets, I ain't going to say midgets, but they were little motherfuckers. Well, midgets, whatever. And, but yeah. see, they were anatomically correct. You know what I mean? Everything fit, everything was proportioned. Yeah. But then you had tall motherfuckers trying to breed or, you know, crossbreed with them, you know. So now you got big bones and little bodies. So now all the little people got fucked up skeletal systems. One arm might be kind of, you know what I mean? The shit don't fit because you're trying to grow something inside of a small packet. That's and true. The shit, shit just don't add up right. So you got too many of them now. You got a big ass head, big butts, and little <laughs> sausage fingers and shit. So it's just, it, it, most of them aren't proportional. You got the big ass frontal lobe thing going on. Like, damn, what the fuck happened to well, maybe they're the perfect candidates to fucking rip off guys like Napoleon and they were, they were absolutely Robin perfect. Hood. <laughs> because they didn't see them as a threat. They were like, oh, little people. Little people. They did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would cause like a rift and, you know, that would just, I don't know, would, man. You would think they would try to go to a place where everybody was small. Well, 
outside of that, I mean, what they did with it, but what would the map technically do to Time Fabric? What would it, what would that do? The misappropriation of using that it map. Would, it, it depends on how they went. So they try to go back in time, or did they go? You know what I'm saying? What, what's the main purpose? Because if anybody can go back in time, the first thing they do is to change shit. They do. So, yeah. So it'd be just so it should work out for them. But then, what's the? It's like we said, like the butterfly effect. What's the the other side of that? Something fucked up somebody else. Though. Hmm. You remember remember the, uh, the movie uh, Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah. The guy goes back and he wants to be the guy for Google. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, damn, dude. <laughs> that, then what happened to the guy that started Google? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now you're walking in this time slot. Yeah, fucking around. Mm-hmm. And so you would think if I can go back in time, the first, first thing you shouldn't do is fuck with shit. <laughs> <laughs> because even though you're going back in time, it's your present. Would you ever rip yourself off and be like, Not oh, <laughs> see, he ends up, I know I end up losing this, so I'm going to fucking steal it now. And that's how it got, <laughs> that's how you lost it to begin with, right? <laughs> you stole it with yourself. You didn't have to. You oh, I stole it. it. Right. In the future. Yeah. Oh, you fucking dick. No. <laughs> yeah. exactly. You stole from yourself. Like you stole from yourself and then started like, the big old circle of shit. Like Futurama. Fry had sex with his grandma, so now he's his own granddad. As seen in the episode, All's Well That Roswell. Like, dude, that's, yeah. Academy Award winning Futurama episode, by the way. Yep. I have no idea why Matt Groening was not supported to keep that Futurama on, man. It was like Dude, that shit was the bomb. one of the best fucking things I that ever it, came man. on. He just started coming to his own, too. It's like, dude, it was way more in development, and it had more to do with Matt Groening than The Simpsons did. You know? Yeah, because you're already space, so you can really take it as far as you want. You're already beat, you know what I mean? It's Futurama, so you can already go you can press the fucking, any button. You know what I mean? And shit would be okay. I liked how David X. Cohen and Matt Groening proved that, hey, everything on the show could scientifically happen. So I figure, well, you could scientifically break down fucking anything then. So if that's the case, if there were fucking these, like, time-shredding fucking midgets that were able to rip off God, he says, but at the end of the movie, he says... I gave you the map. I didn't let you steal shit, motherfucker. Right. Yeah. I know I know everything. I know exactly what you was going to do. Yeah, he goes, I know it. And he did. And they altered the whole timeline. But that was what was cool was, you know, because the little kid Kevin comes back. His parents turn into fucking hermit crabs because they yeah. touched a piece of evil <laughs> in the fucking toaster oven. <laughs> that shit's classic. But then... Sean Connery shows up as a descendant of uh, King whatever, Athemus or whatever the fuck his name was. Damn, dude, you have a good memory about that damn show. I'm, and I seen it on the thing. I said, I ought to watch that movie. So told me I should have watched it. You must have been in that future shit. You must have been time traveling. <laughs> you must have been fucking time traveling. Motherfucker, I'm, I'm addicted to iced coffee and chocolate milk, okay? But that, it, that it's, good. well, it's a, it's, that's what happens when you time travel. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're time traveling, Timmy. Yeah, it is. It is, man. Shit, it man. really is. Time is a motherfucker. Time is patient. You can't, you can't, that's the thing you can't separate it. It's a motherfucker if it ain't a son of a bitch, huh? It's two of them. Yeah. Son of a bitch and his son. <laughs> hey, man. Did you ever see As Above, So Below? Yeah. Hey, man. I, I, I love great. how that, that movie's a fucking guidebook. That movie's, uh, it talks about uh, Nicholas Pamel. Yep. In that movie. Yep. The, guy, uh, the alchemist. I read the thing about that guy, dude. It was crazy because... He he was uh like I said he was an alchemist, his wife knew he was an alchemist, she was kind of an alchemist. And it was you know how they looking for they were looking for the philosopher's stone. Yeah. 
well, it's actually called the Philosopher's Egg. And uh, it's the mixture that, that helped me turn. Get down, chica. Get, get down, chica. Get the fuck down. Somehow there's like a connection to that movie and Time Bandits in the sense that they're both looking for this fantastic object, you know? Mm-hmm. And Time Bandits don't find it. It does, you know, it's just some carnal-minded shit. But in the in the alchemist breakdown, the philosopher's stone being an element on uh, that movie, you know, it ends up that she has to put the stone back, and she's mm-hmm. not allowed to keep this fabulous object, and instead, she becomes. The fabulous object. Object, uh And that's what I feel about these, like, midgets. I feel like whatever they would have stolen from Napoleon or Robin Hood or whoever the fuck they ripped off, you know, uh, that uh, they would have um, kind of become one with that part, those parts of history somehow, or... I don't know what I'm fucking... Tr- I'm stoned, dude. Nah, nah, hold on. Let me get on this dog, because she keep getting on my fucking lap. She just knocked her little thing on her chair. She's getting on my nerves. Give me a second. When your dog smokes your fucking weed, volume three. I'm a trickle down. <laughs> Make your bubble. Make your bubble. I am. I'm bubbling it up, but Bubble up. Stop. <laughs> the bubble bunch. The bubble bunch. The bubble bubbly bubbly boo. Bibbidi bibbidi boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting stoned with you, man. It's always a, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, do we need to hook up some damn like FaceTime or something? I know. Hey, well, we're moving on up to the fucking uh, YouTube side. That's getting ready to what's fucking happening, guys, out there listening to this fucking show. I'm still going to put out these little punk zines like this. Because that's mm-hmm. this is today's new zine. That's all I'm doing, man. I'm just making punk zines still, man. Well, that's what it is, man. It's that's good. all it is. And we got we got to stick together on this, man. I'm always down with that. I know you are, Holy Tim. We, like, you're my oldest partner, dude. You're my oldest partner. Yeah, yeah, us and Miss Hopeful. Oh, man. She knew what was up with us. She was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with these underground motherfuckers, but I know. <laughs> we were the best artists in that fucking school. They didn't know what to do with us either. They did not, know. They didn't. Dude, and I remember I drew a picture. I remember I drew a picture tonight. Uh, Run DMC. And I hung it on her damn wall. She's like, yeah, put it on. I put it on. That shit was missing the next day. I think somebody stole that, like, maybe the next period. Somebody stole that bitch. Yeah, we'd always, like, get ripped off, man. And I remember just. I was like, damn, man, that was one of the best fucking pictures I drew in a long time. You know what happened? It was the Time Bandits. That night, you know, they came into the school through a fucking portal. Check it out. Fucking ripped off your run DMC, and they were like, fuck yeah, we got an OG Tim Simpson, because they know it's going to be worth a lot of money in about, you know, a while back from now. I used to have a cane, a stick that I made up that time. I don't know if I said, I always told people that stick called, because one day I was walking, once where, on the way back, it was like, pick that stick up, I picked the stick up, I took it home, and had a real wicked bend, you know, since I cleaned it up, I polished it, I had it, and, uh, I had a person here, take it all my shows, and one guy comes up to me, like, we had a show, the guy comes, yo, man, I had a dream, I'm supposed to give you something. See, I'm a, I'm a media guy with a stick, a walking stick, and I'm supposed to give him something. He took me up to his room, man, and gave me a big ass, a long ass samurai sword with a fucking cobra head. I mean, he did like a whole little ritual thing, then he gave me the fucking sword, I'm like, shit. So then... Uh, a couple years ago, by, I ended up with a dog. I had got a dog. The dog chewed the stick up. I'm like, fuck, so I threw the stick away. A couple years ago, by, I see the fucking I'm walking. I'm walking another dog, and I see the stick laying on a trash pile. I'm like, hold up. That can't be that damn stick. I'm getting that damn dude. I still got it. It got, it's raggedy as hell, but I still got it. Wow. The same fucking, I feel like maybe like, Five years of being gone. It's weird, right? Yeah, and like we have to move down on Sixth Street, and I'm walking the dog one day, and I take some fucked up route, and I'm coming up, and it's laying a rat on the fucking trash pile with the trash. 
That's a damn state. So bizarre. It was, dude, dude, it was crazy. And like I seen it like, from, I don't know, maybe like half a block around there. I said, uh, I'm going to stick over there on top. Walk over there. That's what it was. Huh. I know people like, this motherfucker digging in trash. Like, man, it's my motherfucking state. They probably talk you going crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy as fuck. What? I did a, uh, matter of fact, 10 years ago, I did a ghetto hustle. Probably a little longer than that. 2009. I did a little video, ghetto hustle. If you ever watched that video, I got that stick in my hand. And later after that, man, that's, it disappeared. And I'm like, damn. It's crazy. That is weird. Time travel. Time travel. It's a continuing subject. A fucking different portal or something. Well, you know I'm working on it right now, man. And I think we're we're, we're gonna it'll just continue. We'll 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 have you back, Tim. And it's the, time travel. I'm glad to have you on tonight. And uh, yeah. thanks for the midget, the quantum midget breakdown. What <laughs> most midgets. Like I said, if they can never, if they can time travel, they will find out why the fuck they were small first. Yeah. They don't like the word midget. And if you look at it, yeah, we might have, I ain't gonna say we might have, but it's the way you can look at it. Yeah, if they were midget, maybe they were the first ones and we were the fucking giant. I don't, who knows, if, man. They are like this J.R.R. Tolkien, like kind of throwback to what, like you it. know, what would be left of any like, of that. Like, look, at, uh, like, look at the motherfuckers from, um, like uh, little shows they got on TV with the little people, right? You seen little people? Yeah. You look at Shaq. You stand one of the motherfuckers beside Shaq. They don't come past his shit. Well, whatever they choose to be called, you know, I stand corrected if uh, midget's not the proper uh, term enclosure. But uh, you know, you you can feel free to call me if you are a midget uh, at two zero six. Six 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 five eight four seven. I will have you on my show, and we can talk about. It. And I, uh, I, I, you know, hey man, I'm just saying, I, I, I you know, it's just like I, I know the usage of the word. Yeah. Okay. And then the usage of you know guys like uh, what's his name Dinklage. That fucking. You can say it and be mean, but you can also you know you can say it not be mean. Yeah. You know what I mean, because you know it's. it's the word's been around for so damn long. Can I just say little dudes? Little dudes is fine. Little, little dudes, dudes. Small people, little people. Little dudes sounds more, it sounds softer. Midget sounds like the hard M now. It it's is, like, man. damn, it's dude. You can't, you can't, end. you can't do it. But then, you know, but then, to me, the word dwarf is a hard word. The hard D? Yeah, that's a hard word. He's dwarf. <laughs> like, man, who the fuck? I'm not a fucking dwarf. I'm a fucking person. You feel me? Yeah. Who you fucking hey, calling man. a dwarf? It's like, oh, right. shit, motherfucker. Like, what was that? Uh, elf is a, uh, he must be an angry elf. <laughs> and you know, little motherfucker, little motherfuckers are stronger than you, dude. Yeah. Little, you, that's like, they pack a punch. They, man, don't get you. A little, little, broken, little wrecking ball. That's how they Knock get you. But, you know, I, I feel like there's probably, like, little people who just, they're like, I don't care what you call me if you call me a midget, you know, or I think it's almost like a time. It's just all about the fucking time because, you know, when we were younger, that was the pro that was the proper word yeah. to use, you know, and it wasn't this, like, degrading. Also, like, the word retarded. The word retarded was used like that, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, you were able to say retarded and talk about something that was actually stupid. No, I mean, it, it, it would say the retarded kid. You know how the kid was in school back in the day. It was, it was rough. Yeah. And, and it was just that nowadays they say uh, it's a mentally challenged, physically challenged, but you still have handicapped parking. And they don't want to be called handicapped. They're just, they're still just short bus motherfuckers. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Right? Yeah, it's like. I mean, shit, no, I love them all. Yeah, I, they don't, it doesn't, a rose by any other name. Yeah, I mean, fucking, man, you fuck with the con. You're still a fucking person, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, man, hey, so what a person is talking about, handicapped, I still love them, regardless of what the fuck you want to call them. To me, they, like I said, it's just the word, the word of fucking, in the way Hey, talking to the phone a little clear? I was saying that, that. 
you know, the word don't carry no weight to me. It's, you know, it's the person. I like the person. I mean, the word is it's the word. It's like the N word. Everybody drop an M bomb on that. Like, it's just the word you give it. You give it power. How much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much it affects you? How much power you give? You know, man. I. <laughs> it is. It is screwed up with how languages are allowed to be dist distributed without reactionary bullshit. And it's just like, uh, you know, man, it's just like people are going to always say the wrong thing these days. Mm -hmm. I'll just go ahead and do you, do you guys a favor and I'll just go ahead and say the wrong shit now. And I'll be, and just so I already can tell you, I'm not perfect. No, ain't nobody perfect. Man. Nah, I'm going to fucking say shit that fucking uh, really you know may not it may burn your biscuits the wrong way hey I'll say I'm gonna give it to you raw and I'm gonna let you cook it up the way you like it that's all it took <coughs> well you got enough seasoning on you hey I gave it to you I'm glad we could talk about <coughs> I ain't gonna lie truth about it this shit ain't got nothing to do with time bandits I love it. Well, see, think about time bandits. It's, it's, we're, we're time bandits ourselves. Oh, yeah? You think so? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up with a time bandits ending. How do we wrap that up? Well, see, it's the point of we're all still a little bit of time on this earth, and we're trying to do as much as we can. I mean, yeah. Half people don't know what they're supposed to do. Half people just do what they want to do, and the ones who ain't got no money can't do jack shit. <laughs> So, who's the time band? Who's the, the one that's just living or the one that's just parlaying? That's a good note to live on and to leave on for now. Tim, thanks for being on the show tonight, man, and be, and taking up a third of the show and breaking down some philosophy, man. And I like your professor skills are up, up to par. I try, I try to get a mic, man. You know, I try to... I try not to make sure I'm too heavy because once I start using big words, motherfuckers start drift off the like, huh? <laughs> you lose motherfuckers when you start talking like the sign. Shit like that. Shit, like that. shit on, the, on the level is not. You got to speak in layman terms because people don't understand shit. You start talking about shit they don't understand. You're like, what do you say? Yeah. Or then you got to tell them, look, go Google the shit. You know. So, don't fuck around. Nah, man, you don't fuck around. Just keep it straight to the point because shit is out there, man. Like I can say, if you want to, like I said, I'm gonna get, like, I'm gonna go watch this movie tonight. We're gonna have another uh, thing because I, I'm doing, I love that show. Good. Like I said, I started to watch it uh, a couple nights ago. You come up with the same shit. I'm like, that's, that's, that's some time shit right there. That's some third dimension. I'm, I'm some like some uh, six dimensional shit right there. But I'm like, when you do it, you said, I, I was trying to strike the lighter and you went, on the phone and the fucking shit went out. Okay. I know it, man. I'm like, what the fuck? It fucking happened. I know. Sometime that that energy's between us, bro. You know that, man. Timing, man. Timing is every damn thing. It really like is. Like I say, you can't. You, you be a time bandit. You got to be a clever motherfucker. I mean, you can steal the flour out of biscuit. <laughs> what happened when 150 midgets checked into a hotel in Hollywood to make one of the world's biggest movies. I want a room. What happened to that hotel and to Hollywood has to be seen to be believed. Now, the real madness can be shown. Give me my bucket! That's my favorite bucket! The cable! And believe you me, it's not short on action. It's not short on danger. I could have held the elevator, sir. And it's not short on romance. Bruce Thorpe, United States Secret Service. Okay. And I uh, suppose that's your gun, huh? Oh, no, I wear a uh, shoulder holster. It's not short on excitement either. All kinds of excitement. And you better believe it's not short on laughs. <laughs> 
I'm gonna miss you too. No time for ping me for virgin. Seek higher. You will cut us a wreck or I'll blow your brains out. If you haven't already guessed, it'll be out shortly. Chevy Chase, Carrie Fisher, and 150 of Hollywood's smallest stars in Under the Rainbow, a giant comedy. Coming from Orion Pictures. What an interesting hotel. Shut the fuck up, honky! What year did Time Bandits come out again? Uh, that was 1981. 81, so... I was watching Starsky and Hutch. That was about like 10 or 11, I guess. Maybe 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing the trailers. I was like 11 years old. Hanging out at my friend's house. He lived in the house that was part of the funeral home. Yeah. And I would get scared being there, you know, in a way. Like, I remember The Shining when that trailer came on. Seeing the kid being chased with an axe used to always give me the creeps. And I think about it. And when Time Bandit's trailer came on, of course, that wasn't necessarily scary. But I remember the seeing the image of, like, the big giant walking towards a house or whatever. Um, a couple of classic scenes that you see in the movie were in the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, what the, what is this, you know? Fucking kind of mind-blowing, right? Yeah. And you wanted to see it, because, you know, you're like, well, what's Time Bandits? I, there was a lot of things I loved, man. I, I thought the kid had a great collection of toys in his room. <laughs> yeah. And had a great sense of just like where things were and in history yeah. and all that shit and the coral the coinciding, you know, kind of thing. I thought there was like some kind of underlining thing I never understood uh when I was watching it, like the seventh midget uh horse flesh. Oh yeah. But I saw a I saw a picture of Someone said horseflesh went evil. Huh. And then if you watch this one part to the left of uh, uh, the guy, evil, the right. guy who's playing evil, which yeah. I can't remember. Go look it up. But uh, the guy who's playing evil, if you look to the left of him, there's like the little tiny guy, and that's supposed to be horseflesh after he went evil. Oh. But there was no developed storyline about it. Right. You know, I'd heard, I'd read different things about it, but uh, I saw, I finally saw a picture, and it, it was the little guy wearing the plastic bag with the horn coming out of his head. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's the little tiny guy, and that's supposed to be horse flesh for some reason. Oh. <laughs> but they say horse flesh is dead, so who knows? Right. Yeah. I liked how, you know, the whole thing was made of Legos. Right. The castles, you know, made of giant Legos. Hmm. 30 years before the Lego sensation was out, and they still haven't done a Time Bandits Lego tribute. Why? Yeah. I mean, they gave Lego the props. Lego's too good. Oh, no, we can't support crusty midgets that rip off huh. God. Right. <laughs> you know. Was on... Yeah. It's still yeah. one of my favorite movies, man. You're not going to do that. No. Fucks. Yeah, no. It is a good, I mean, definitely a good one. Is it on your top 100? Well, definitely. Yeah. That's good. Would you say top 50? Yeah. Yeah? Why not? You know? I would say top 20. Inside the top 20. Yeah. That's some big validation, man. It's a good one. It is. It is. It's fucking... I mean, because some of them, they, 
when you see them at a young age, you know, they give you a certain inspiration and whatever. And they stick with you, you know, some of those early ones that were good. And then you watch them, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this from when I was a kid, you know. It's like an old friend, you know. Some of those ones that you get. It's like, wow, Time Bandits. Yep. Another one is Repo Man, you know, one of my top ones. Every time I watch that, it's enjoyable, you know. I always thought about it like that, too, you know. There was this list of crazy culty style movies, man. Transylvania 6 5000. Oh, yeah. Saturday the 14th. Mm. The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yeah. On the Right Track with Gary Coleman. Yeah. Ah, man. (laughs) There was just these movies that came out at that time, in that little time period that just... I don't know what was so cool and different about, and it wasn't all of them. I mean, mm. you know, there's always been the share of crap movies. Every year there's bad ones, yeah. you know. Because even when I'm like, you know, when I watched Under the Rainbow. Yeah. And uh, I liked them both, you know. Uh, Time Bandit's obviously coming in ahead of it because it was just more more ingenuity and, and imaginative, you know? And I mm. felt like it, it took me to this thing where, like, Under the Rainbow mm. was kind of greasy and... But it did have that yeah. Carrie Fisher fucking underwear shot. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. You went nuts for that, huh? Yeah, nuts would be a word I would definitely used to describe (laughs) wow yeah thanks Carrie rest in peace I liked her as this playboy bunny too on the Laverne and Shirley episode like in the first season oh yeah remember that one Laverne and Shirley I don't don't know when he was on that one I'd have to see it again remember no it was Carrie Fisher oh as a Playboy Bunny? Hmm. You don't remember that one? Hmm. We'll have to go I, back and do a little <laughs> research. <laughs> I would like to. We got some research to do, Mikey. Yeah. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. But overall, educational. Time bands, it's, it's educational, but it's it's gritty like a fucking original Grimm's fairy tale. Yeah. And it has this kind of underlining, oh, if you do this and that, you could end up fucked up. Uh-huh. Or if you, uh, you know, betray these kind of things, you know, you could, uh... Yeah. But then it's all also like Oedipus. It's like Oedipus uh-huh. reversed. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kid, he knows he's a fucking hero. He comes back, he's got the fucking Polaroids of it. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Connery shows up as a fireman. Right. Obviously from the the king's lineage. Right. Which was really pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, I uh, just wanted to get you on the show, Mike, and uh, get squeeze that time bandage juice out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Put yeah. a pair of vice grips over the old midget, midget gland, your midget gland, and just squeeze accordingly. Yeah, like. Oh, there's that echo. Sorry about that. Squeezeola. Yeah. A little bit of squeeze, squeezy. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Quizno subs. I guess, uh, well, before I leave, I wanted to, if you could go and travel with the Time Bandits, right. would you? Yeah, why not? I mean, if any time you had that opportunity, you just kind of got to take it. Oh, yeah. Be sitting at home like, hmm, why didn't I do that? How come I didn't follow those fucking seven midgets through the fucking wall after they pushed it through, you know, (laughs) all the way down some crazy hallway that didn't exist? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, man. No, 
I love it. You know. Yeah. You gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta take a chance, you know? You be neck deep in midget pussy. <laughs> That's how they get you. I mean, small pussy. <laughs> Children. <laughs> no, little person. Yeah. That's what it's called. Dwarf, dwarf pussy. Dwarf, dwarf pussy. Dwarf, dwarf. <laughs> dwarf snatch? I don't know the proper term. I can't keep up. I remember working at a porn store where they had the inflatable midget prostitute, even. Oh, wow. Remember that one? Jesus. Oh, yeah. You want to fuck a three-foot piece of inflatable plastic? Oh, God. It's still out there. I don't think they make them anymore, but now they probably have AI real midgets you can bang. Yeah. You know, like these. They got them loaded. With real skin. Yeah. It's got the Ed Gein midget skin collectible, you know. Huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ed Gein skin. Carved by Gein factories themselves. Made with pride in America, son. <laughs> Carving midgets for 45 years. Yeah. Carving midgets for over 50 years. Mm. My God, man. <laughs> Carving midgets. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That was that forgotten Loretta Lynn Conway Twitty track. Yeah. Because yeah. when I'm carving midgets, I'm yeah. thinking about you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Loretta Lynn Conway Twitty. Uh, you know, it would have been cool to see the country version of Time Bandits. Oh, yeah. Time Partners. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time rowdies. God damn. They did have the cowboy scene in there. There was like the cowboy scene. They kind of covered a little bit of everything in that movie, man. Mm. Yeah. Remember when the cowboys came out too and they're like fucking throwing the rope around the supreme uh, evil dick? Oh, yeah. And he starts turning around like a fucking, like a really fast merry-go-round. Yeah, and then the, the his the top of his head comes out, and I, I'm gonna let you know right now, man. When that fucking guy's head, when that arm comes out of his head and it has that knife at the end of it and it starts twirling around, yeah, you can get the visual in your head, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, that really inspired me on a lot of biomechanical like cartoonery. Oh yeah. Yep, because. Yeah. You know, I thought a lot of people were giving Giger uh, props for his, and you know, of course he deserved it, but yeah, whatever, Terry Gilliam fucking knocked that shit out of the fucking park, motherfucker, with that arm blade thing coming out of that dude's fucking head. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just so disturbing yeah. when I was a kid on some level, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's that was part of what was cool about the movie was how much it did disturb you when you were a kid and, and those first times getting disturbed on certain levels. And then yeah. and then when you saw it again, you know, you were like, Well, I saw it in Time Bandits but you don't even realize you saw it in Time Bandits. But you did. Yeah. There was something dark, you know, vermin eating that rat. When they're yeah. sitting in the cage, we're over the biggest time hole in the fucking universe. And, you know, and he's like, Vermin grabs the rat and he goes, eat up, could be your last meal. <laughs> and just starts eating the rat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, fucking Vermin, man. This guy's fucking brutal. He's like this kind of yeah. like psychotic midget fuck. Uh, but somehow fits into the almost like a Hanna-Barbera glaze. Over the yeah. whole thing. It, it was like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Uh -huh. I did see some custom uh, Time Bandits figures. Uh -huh. oh, wow. Action figures. Yeah. That was oh, kind of yeah. you know, cool, you know. That's awesome. But I always wanted to see a Time Bandits rack toy or some yeah. shit, you know, like Time Bandits. You know, they never merchandise shit off of it. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing, dude. 
They didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. There might be like some random promo T-shirt for the movie. You know, yeah. That's not. That's not merchandising. But if if there was a movie that deserved to be merchandised, that would be it. Yeah. You know, it's like they could have made uh, all the figures, Kevin, the evil dude, the supreme being with the face that turns into the figure guy with the business suit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's a lot of directions. Uh-huh. What toy would you have made from it? Mm. Probably like a vibrator, mm. right? Yeah. Like a sex toy, you'd no, be like that's a tough question. A dildo that looks like Wally, you know? Or, yeah. yeah. Maybe bring back the old model kits, you know, <laughs> pieces off. That would be cool. Rat thing. Blue and all that shit. Little little jars of paint. <laughs> Big Daddy Ed Roth Time Bandits Limited Edition. He was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he would have been great on Time Bandits, man. Yeah. Those little midgets rank and stank of fucking rat fink, dude. <laughs> and yeah. a bunch of other cool ass little dirty fucking things. Yeah. Mini Fred Sanfords or Oscar the Grouches or whatever the fuck, any kind of trash can kind of style. They were just dirty, and I appreciated them being filthy all the time. Yeah, definitely. They were always dirty. I'm glad they weren't, like, well-manicured and pedicured midgets. Right. (laughs) Thank fuck. It would have been too much. No, I don't need to see Lee press on midgets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Good fucking God. <laughs> we'll be riding It's got four wheels and reflexes so quick it almost seems alive. It's perfectly balanced to perform and perform and perform. It's the wide open sports car MG Midget. A moving experience. The lowest priced authentic sports car on the market. MG Midget. Strong, honest, fun, young. MG Midget. From British Leyland. Great Jupiter, we're back! Out here in the mortician's backyard. I was talking to God about it the other night. Call it Satellite Alley, you know. You can see all this little fucking section of the universe just in his backyard. It's kind of amazing where he sat. And there's satellites everywhere, just flying everywhere. You can see him. God called it Satellite Alley. So I decided it was a good name and I would just go ahead and keep it. Satellite Alley. I remember the imagination that Time Bandits brought to me when I was a kid. Really took me somewhere else, dude. (laughs) I want you guys to don't lose that inner kid. I know that life sucks and there's just a bunch of fucking bullshit going on all the fucking time. But you gotta keep your youth, man. like to thank these guys for being here tonight. (laughs) I guess George Harrison did this song. And he's the one that fucking was behind Handmade Films. Who also did fucking uh, Baron Munchausen. If you guys saw that. Which is also a fucking really great, fucking fantastical fucking movie. But there's only one time bandits, guys. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just get to see this one thing in your life, dude. Whatever that is for you younger people, I don't know, man. You guys got ripped off, according to what I believe. Uh, 
Brought to you by some fucking indica that I bought. I don't know what the name of it is. I had a bellyache. And I smoked some of that and it went away. I remember back then not smoking weed yet. But when you saw things like Time Bandits, it really set you up to be 420 in the future, man. Even when Randall's on the fucking Titanic and he's smoking that fucking blunt. <laughs> that motherfucker's smoking a blunt. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Time Bandits. Definitely got to go see it in the theater. Got to fucking eat fucking Long John Silvers before I fucking saw the movie. And then I went to Young Fellows and picked up a fucking Marvel comic. I thought it was Avengers 53. I don't know. Original Avengers, guys. Not the fucking crap you're watching. Even though I'm not opposed to the crap that's on. Can't wait for the new Love and Thunder. <laughs> that's when Disney's gonna bust out their level 8 subliminal fucking machine. More MK Ultra Disney. I don't think Terry Gilliam would have been opposed to subliminals, but the guy is such a goofball, man. <laughs> he would have used them the right way. When's somebody going to use subliminals the right way? <laughs> anyway, guys. If you got a show, give me a call. Call my mom, Grandma Gutterpunk. She's still fucking kind of laid up from brawling the fucking Marine. <laughs> 206-666-5847. You can uh, sell me some money at adamairwilliams at gmail.com. It will go to good use. And some smoke. All right, guys. Until then, keep the heart of a child, motherfucker. I'm probably not, um, but it's a good movie. <laughs> um, no, it's been... I think I did watch it within the past two years, though. Have you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. It's a complicated movie for a dumb girl to try and figure out. What's complicated about Time honest. Bandits? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just ADHD. You were just doing dabs. You're a dabs bandit. It, that could possibly be. <laughs> 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 that could really be it. Dabs Bandit. <laughs> yeah. Dabs it. Dabs it. You've been listening to Adam Air MD GED. Underground Cartoon Fucking Therapy. Dude. Episode 193. Or some shit. <laughs>